As we stated yesterday, central to building of a democratic and prosperous society is the leadership that should be elected by branches of the NC. The outcomes are linked to a democratic process announced weeks ago, which allowed ANC branches in the length and the breadth of our province to discuss national leadership uh, preferences and came out with a consolidated majority and an overwhelming view what the branches of the ANC in Guazul Natal think we should constitute the national leadership, in particular the top six, or the so-called known top six. As the ANC uh, PC in the province of KwaZulu-Natal, who have been mandated by the special PC meeting, and the ANC branches in particular to overwhelmingly and ambiguously announce that this is a popular view of our branches in the length and the breadth of our province. That the branches of the ANC in KwaZulu-Natal are proposing that in the position of a president, they support Dr. Zuelini Lawrence Mkise. In the position of deputy president, they support Comrade Paul Mashatile. In the position of a national chairperson, they think uh, Comrade Stanley Matabata, who has been a chairperson of the, the Bombo province for, a, for the longest time, can do better now at national level with that experience he has accumulated over the years. They also believe that uh, Comrade Pumulo Moswale from the province of the Eastern Cape, who has served in various capacities, both as a chairperson of the Eastern Cape and also as a treasurer general of the South African Communist Party over the years, can now uh, occupy that position, who is also a member of the National Executive Committee. They also believe that Comrade Nomfula Monkonyane, whom we all know, Mama Action, can be best served the country and the ANC in, in her capacity as a, a, a Deputy Secretary General. On the province and the position of Treasurer General, the branches and the PC mandated us to lobby provinces to make sure that at least we put a female comrade who's young, who's energetic. We must start discussing with provinces and various regions of our country. These positions are not cast in stone. We are not fixated. Neither are we stubborn. We are open to persuasion by various provinces of the NC because we fully understand that this is a national conference. It's not a, it's not a KZN provincial conference. The leadership of, K of ANC in KZN is subjecting itself to some form of persuasion and can also be persuaded. This therefore gives us a basis on which we as a province, we can start a formal engagement with other provinces of the NC with the intention to persuade them and be persuaded by them. And we can assure all ANC members in Guazulu Natal and the country as a whole we will go to this engagement with open minds and we shall agree and accept what is best for the ANC and our country. Also, we call upon our members and supporters that we still have a president who is President Comrade Cyril Ramaphosa until 16 December 2022. We will have to accord our president the respect and the dignity he deserves as the head of our own movement. As we stated yesterday, central towards building a democratic and prosperous society is the leadership that should be elected by branches of the ANC and the people shall govern. We shall engage other provinces with high level of mutual respect with an understanding that there's no small or big province. The importance is in the quality of the contribution 
that a province brings to this discussion to better the lives of our people. Thank you. That was ANC Secretary in KwaZulu-Natal, Peggy Mtolo, briefing the media earlier on following a special provincial executive committee meeting. So for some analysis on these latest developments within the African National Congress, we are joined on the line now by political analysts from the Nelson Mandela University, Dr. Nsigelelo Breakfast. Dr. Breakfast, thanks so much for your time. Welcome to Update at Noon. Thank you very much for having me on Fatima. Firstly, what is your take on for the arguments and, and, and the tensions uh, that one is currently seeing within the tripartite alliance? Uh, Sakina, what uh, brings together uh, alliance partners is the NTR, which is the two-stage theory that there's got to be a time whereby the revolution is led by the bourgeoisie class while the working class is made ready to take over. So the bone of convention has always been about when are we going to have the second uh, a transition. So the working class within Kosato, they feel let down by the ANC uh, surrounding a number of issues. For instance, in the build-up to the Nazareth um, uh, conference, Ramaphosa was uh, projected as someone who is uh, worker-friendly, but of late it has turned out that he's uh, business-friendly. Uh, workers have not had um, uh, increment um, uh, at ESCOM, there is a, an agenda to uh, privatize it. Uh, and also on other matters, I mean, uh, workers have been uh, uh, let down. No wonder uh, Gwereman Tash yesterday was wished um, away by uh, the uh, workers. He was there again today and again prevented from speaking. But if we look at the history of what has happened in previous years, uh, and you listen to what is happening now. Are these slogans and the rhetoric by the unions, by the SACP, is it just hot air or is there actually something happening at this point? Something is happening, uh, Sakina. You must remember, Kosato has a, a, a specific uh, constituency, uh, which is the working class. So it uh, represents the core of the uh, working class. Um, so uh, it cannot contest sometimes all uh, debates within the ANC and win them. So I think yesterday it took a, a strategic advantage of the fact that it had its own conference uh, and it was making some demands for some uh, reforms, especially with regard to the issue of salary uh, increment, because there has not been a responsiveness from a government. But if one listens to the Kosatu president, uh, Zingiswal Lossi, and you look at the actions of uh, the other delegates at that mm -hmm. Congress that mm -hmm. prevents uh, the ANC uh, uh, chairperson from speaking, those two seem to be totally incongruent. Of course. Sabina, my view is that what has happened is that there has been a co-option of leaders of Kosatu. Uh, uh, by the political elite of the uh, ANC. And that has happened to make them to conform. And that is, uh, I would say, an ideological outcome of a hegemony. So the leadership of Kosato is uh, co-opted. Uh, but at the same time, the, the core of the working class, they feel uh, let down um, uh, by them. That's why you have this gap between the leaders of Kosato and also the uh, rank and file. Which is very interesting because if we look again at history and the fact that uh, some would even argue that uh, former leaders of 
not only COSATU, but the SACP as well, have used this uh, uh, particular structure and the tripartite alliance as a springboard to further their own <laughs> uh, uh, careers. You know, uh, is this continuing and how long will it be before the workers say enough in this instance? The question that we must grapple with is whether the alliance is still uh, relevant in post-apartheid uh, South Africa uh, as it uh, extends, because you have a tripartite alliance that is led by an ANC that is pursuing uh, neoliberalism, uh, as opposed to you know uh, worker-friendly um, uh, policies. But at the same time, I must be honest: there have been some uh, strides that have been made uh, in pursuit of working-class uh, policies like uh, Employment uh, Equity Act, basic uh, condition for um, uh, employment, um, and so on. But a lot could have been done in terms of uh, promoting a development for um, the working class. But if we're being honest, uh, 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 Dr. Breakfast, beyond the RDP, mm-hmm. at what point was the ANC not on a neoliberal trajectory? Interestingly, Sakina, the RDP was a brainchild of uh, COSATO, meaning that COSATO has influenced the strategic uh, direction, maybe partially, of uh, the ANC. But then there was that application of uh, neoliberalism uh, in 1996. And uh, it has gotten worse because neoliberalism um, has also been uh, reproduced and sustained by a range of policy actors, even at local government um, uh, level. You know, you have a privatization of services. You've got all sorts of things which are uh, a betrayal of uh, the working class. Just the final one, because uh, time is not our friend this afternoon. Um, Coming to the ANC and uh, what's been happening, the provincial structures coming out, uh, proposing names of some of uh, the people that they would like to see contest at the elective conference for the top six positions. Uh, What's your take on what's come out thus far? Sakina, I'm not taken aback by the turn of um, events, except the fact that um, Sholuzi also wants to stand. I mean, of all people, I didn't see that one coming, that the person who has held uh, the highest position of the agency would want to um, stand. Um, secondly, the forces of RET, I think they need to be more strategic because at the moment they are fragmented because they have a number of presidential uh, contenders. Uh, and that... Uh, is weakening them. Uh, so they need to choose uh, which presidential uh, contender they want to have. Is it Dr. Mkise or Dr. Nkosatana Zuma? They have been strategic, though, in terms of joining forces with other like-minded uh, provinces uh, on other issues uh, of uh, leadership. But uh, they just need to work on a coherent plan in terms of who they want um, on their list. Dr. Nsigalelo Breakfast, thanks so much for your time. Political analyst from the Nelson Mandela University.